0: good magical morning we've got a very deep controversial subject to tackle today (laughs) how real are the gods guys do they exist did they exist or are they figments of the imagination Uh, whether you are theistic or atheistic you're correct and i'm i'm gonna be getting into all the reasons why this is true y'all let's explore some shit (laughs) now before I get started I want to make it super clear that I'm not here to give you a definitive answer because I know all okay (laughs) the only purpose for everything I do is to help you explore what you believe so that you can come to your own conclusions individually so, what's up with the gods, huh? Are they real or not? Should I trust my own experience? But now we have this uh, ever growing popular idea that we are gods. I am God. Okay. Uh, but here's the rub. Okay. We have to be able to be completely honest with ourselves when contemplating the divine, the gods. For me, the gods are both very real and metaphorical, and so they exist for me in a paradoxical state of of being, which is why I can look at any person and genuinely say, yes, you're right, okay? I'm gonna tell you a little story And while I do that, I want you to remember your own experiences as far back as you can and try to make your own connections, okay? When I was 18 months old, I died. I have no memory of the incident itself, of getting hurt. So, what I know about it comes from my mom. Who who says it was the scariest day of her life? <laughs> uh, what I remember is the void. I have very clear, very vivid memories of the of the lack void, and uh, the beings who spoke to me there. I can't really remember a time when I couldn't see. Spirits as a child, but if I had to pinpoint a moment when it began that would probably be it So I grew up knowing I mean I always I've always said that I was born a psychic medium Uh, But if I'm being honest with myself that That's what we have to do we have to be seriously honest with ourselves And if I'm being honest with myself, I don't know if that's a fact, okay? I thought it was a fact, but if I'm honest, I don't remember. So, I grew up knowing how different I was from the people around me, uh, learning from the spirits and trying to make my way through this thick darkness of life, (laughs) you know? I became a witch uh, at a very young age, and by the time I was 12, I had devoted myself to Pan and Hecate. Uh, I didn't know back then why I was so drawn to these two entities in particular, more so than others. And for the next 18 years, uh, I venerated these beings, uh, which I had very deep connections with. As a young teen and adult I was obsessed with skulls and death metal and all things creepy (laughs) and uh, you know but more dominantly than any was the the permeation of Hecate I think through my daily existence my whole life and I never once realized it I had a very harsh and difficult life, I've been raped more than once, I've been homeless too many times to count as a young adult, I had uh, been physically and emotionally tortured and uh, suicidal because of it, Uh, I've endured miscarriages and some just some truly horrible shit, okay, I nearly lost my mind for good believing that I wasn't really alive that i actually was in the underworld it took me years to realize that i had always gotten what i asked for i rarely ever manifested money or love or material shit you know <laughs> i always wanted the big things the the wisdom knowledge courage strength you know i wanted i wanted character i wanted the big things the the spiritual things. These were the many reasons why I chose to venerate Hecate. And one day it finally dawned on me that the whole time I was feeling alone in this world, she was there guiding me every step of the fucking way. I lived as her student asking for these big things wisdom knowledge courage strength power (laughs) magic okay and so i lived as her student you know gaining these things in a torturous underworld of my own creation and it, it made me question everything and again, I was blown away. I nearly lost my shit, y'all. Then something happened. And I made contact with an entity known as Beleth. As I had done many times before, only this time I had a bigger request. And uh, I wanted truth. To ease my doubt, I asked for the truth of real sorcery, the truths of this world, you know? (laughs) And he sent me through an underworld initiation which set everything into stone where there's no denying any of it, anywhere, anymore. I saw my history unfold deep into the history of our bloodline And the history of the gods who were in fact people a lot like us and I knew then what we carried with us concerning the gods is a memory stored inside our DNA so I want you to think back you know what God's did you choose to become close to and on the other hand uh, you know what life have you lived what experiences have you had what uh, wisdoms have you gained through these experiences what affinities permeate your existence and and once you have answered these questions then ask yourself are my gods real But the kicker for me, the thing that really blew my mind was seeing that uh, the spiral began long before I chose to become a witch, uh, to choose the gods that I worked with long before I knew about real witchcraft. So then the question becomes, did I choose Hecate? because some part of me already knew? Or was it already in my blood? Did I choose Hecate subconsciously because I had experienced death? Or did I experience death because spirit already knew? The egg, or the chicken, guys, okay? Fuck. (laughs) The one thing about recognizing true magic Is that it's not going to feel or look like what you expect sure we all expect some miraculous appearance of something otherworldly okay but this is what the book of shadows was meant to show us we are meant to look back and make these connections in our lives the book of shadows is not a book of spells it's a book of experience it's a book of Shadows. What are shadows? Pieces of the self, okay? And this is what mainstream Wicca has taken from us. No, Wicca is not terrible. It's a great place to start, as I have said many, many times over. But a lot of true sorcery has been lost within its popularity, okay? It was designed purposefully for that reason okay wicca was not a random thing that just happened because some guy said "Ooh, i'm going to create a new religion if we can record what we have asked for okay record what you've asked for and then look at the surrounding experiences that you've had that seem unrelated these connections be, start getting clearer okay but I suppose that only works when you're asking for something that act, that's actually important uh, to the growth of your spirit not material gain you know oh I want that guy to love me oh I need a promotion oh that bitch just pissed off the wrong witch. You know, this garbage that has been thrown in our faces and popularized by the big screen just obscures the hell out of the truth. Alright? Not to mention, people and their petty bullshit. Alright? I'm just gonna come out and say it. Petty bullshit. Yes, your spells are gonna work. Yes, you'll feel some energy because your own emotions our energy in motion and we have the power to change reality with that energy but true real connection to the Most High it comes outside of your menial pursuits the gods don't give a fuck about the girl who pissed you off they don't give a fuck about this nonsense job in a corrupted fucking system that keeps you a slave, all right? I still call myself a witch sometimes, but the word has been equated with something so far away from true sorcery that it's fucking ridiculous. If you really want to experience something bigger than begging for an easy solution, it is time to rise above the childish bullshit that being a, quote, witch has become. As for whether or not the gods are real, with enough research in the right place, we can come to the conclusion that the gods did, in fact, live on the earth at some point. And most people alive today have descended from them. Many of them were a part of the Council of Wisdom who traveled the globe to share knowledge with others. One of the bloodlines that I descended from were the Saka, And it's, it's really cool when you go research your family genealogy. Alright? You don't have to pay for that shit. Unless you're just too lazy to do some research. Sure, go ahead. Pay for it. That's cool. I'm not paying for that shit. I can do it myself. <laughs> but one of my favorite stories is the story of Odin. And, uh, I might have mentioned it at some point, I don't, I don't know, but, uh, it, it's so fascinating. It was, uh, written that Odin called him, his homeland, the Asian Garden, all right? And it was there that he went to hang from the Tree of Knowledge, and thus being attributed with creating the rune. Now, most scholars believe that the Garden of Eden was in Turkey, which used to be called Asia Minor. Odin's garden was tended by the goddess Idun. See where I'm going with this? <laughs> okay, it's it's not to credit any stories from the Bible or anything. I'm just, I'm talking about Odin's story specifically. but there are some similarities, don't you think? The one-eyed man <laughs> who hung from the Tree of Knowledge in a garden tended by a goddess named Edun. Uh, it's just interesting. It's fascinating to me. Okay, so... But, but also, if, if you do a little research on Odin's connection to that area, you can find the Sokka people also known as Usun, which is spelled W-U-S-U-N, grandchildren of the crow, or otherwise called in that region, the tall white ones. And I, I found this amazing guy who had done some fantastic research into this. His website is called the Gnostic Warrior. And uh, if you go there and search Northmen and Usun, W-U-S-U-N uh, You should be able to pull That post up, that, that article So the word Saka, Which is S-A-K-A Means sage The old sage And uh, these were the same people Who are attributed With giving information Included in the Bhagavad Gita Which is one of the Main holy books of Hinduism Alright and I don't pretend to know everything there is to know about Hinduism, all right. I'm not even gonna act like I do. I'm just the, the this, this is what I know, okay. I'm just telling you what I know that I think is extremely interesting. Uh, so the Bhagavad Gita was, uh, you know, it, one of the holy books, and they state clearly that they got this information. A lot of information in the Bhagavad Gita from the Saka. Okay. Coincidentally, the word Gita, G-I-D-A, or Gita, G-E-D-A, G-G-E-T-A, is an old Norse-Germanic word meaning to have the energy. You can't make this shit up, guys, okay? <laughs> you just can't. Huh. <laughs> And oh my God, I know somebody out there is gonna make this into a racial issue. It is not a racial issue. I'm not saying that, okay? The the Hindu and the Saka lived quite peacefully together. All right, it is it it's it's not. It doesn't have anything to do with that. <laughs> all right. The only thing I can talk about within the realm of ancestry is my ancestry. Okay, that's all. So there, there, there's so much information being hidden about the past. One of those things being uh, almost everything that we know about the people <laughs> from the past and how they lived and who they were, okay? Uh, and so go research your ancestry and see what you can find. The the Council of Wisdom was by no means an all-white ordeal, okay? That is a proven fact with enough research and connection to what you hold in your DNA. The point is to make these connections with your gods to find their influence in your life, past, present, and future, and uh, to connect with where you come from, Uh you know i don't i don't just have white blood in me i i affectionately refer to myself as a mutt <laughs> you know i can do that because i'm me <laughs> but um chasing the trails on my dad's side uh i find both the uh the tunica tribe and the natchez people and uh, i expect to find some more surprises on my mom's side because i know that uh m- more than half of that family did not come from england so you know they were natives here and uh but anyway uh i know there's some hyped up men out there who probably die from testosterone poison and who like to think all wisdom comes from the white man <laughs> And and that's why I bring up this uh, information about the Bhagavad Gita. You know, no one says it all came from the Saka. It didn't all come from the Saka. It was a mixture, as most ancient wisdom was, a mixture of the Wisdom Council, which was made up of the primary races, okay? But anyway, okay. Anyways, uh, you know how they've come up with the stories of the Anunnaki being the big bad serpent people who come here to make them to make everybody slaves, you know, uh, to mine gold for them and all this bullshit. And I've seen over and over and over the idea that this is where the white race originated, <laughs> just churning that racist agenda right down our throats. Okay. <laughs> but when you have an awakening and you can see into the past through the creation of this place in which we live right now uh, you're going to see the truth and it has got jack shit to do with someone's greedy pursuit of gold okay Uh, so dig in just dig in and do some due diligence okay research this shit research your own shit You know, find your own answers and shit Uh, Get in there and figure out where you come from And I guarantee that you're going to be amazed At the shit you can find out I found some shit I am not particularly proud of Like the fact that the host descended from a man They called William the Bastard Seriously, don't look that up, okay (laughs) Don't look it up, alright Because he was just terrible Uh, Someone apparently made a movie about him and I will probably never watch it. Don't tell me about it. I don't want to know anything about it (laughs) But all of these things are necessary, you know, to find out where you come from and uh, To be able to see your DNA inheritance reflected in our current family situations, okay, or to find within that ancestral resolution and to find the influence of the gods you hold so dear in your life. Um every story we hold as important that are of the gods will never cease to be irrelevant. And we are pulled so strongly towards specific gods for a very real and serious reason. And it's about time you figured out why, right? They aren't just nice ideas these aren't just moral stories but can shine a real light on spiritual growth as well so let's really ask ourselves how real are the gods and the truth will always be this the gods are as real as you are willing to see them they are pieces of us just like other spirits they are archetypes of the psyche that affect our lives on a subconscious level, and they are pieces of our DNA and our history that has been hidden from us for thousands of years. And I don't know about you, but I feel like the time has come for you to ask what's important. The world is waking up. People are waking up. To their own soul codes, to their own DNA codes, their own spirit's history, past lives, holy dilemma, all of that shit. And right now, at this time in history, just by awakening to your own personal truth, you are changing the future of this world. So spread those fucking wings and get cosmic. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I'm going to bore you with some scientific fact real fast. (laughs) It is a proven scientific fact that DNA stores memory. Animal DNA stores memory. Plant DNA stores memory. Our DNA stores memory from generations before we were born. (laughs) Uh, Here's part of an article from a site called Scientific America, which says our genetic blueprint consists of 3.42 billion nucleotides packaged in 23 23 pairs of linear chromosomes. (laughs) Uh, Interestingly, all beings have a large excess of DNA that does not code for the proteins used to build bodies and catalyze chemical reactions within cells. In humans, for example, Only about 2% of DNA actually codes for proteins. Listen to the rest of this now. We're getting to the good part. (laughs) For decades, scientists were puzzled by this phenomenon. With no obvious function, the non-coding portions of genome was declared useless, or sometimes called selfish DNA, existing only for itself, without contributing to an organism's fitness. In 1972, the late geneticist Susumu Ono coined the term junk DNA to describe all non-coding sections of a genome, most of which consist of repeated segments scattered randomly throughout the genome. Do you get the logic here? Answering the question of how much, quote, junk DNA we have? New York says the human genome contains the human genome contains around 20,000 genes, that is, the stretches of DNA that encode proteins. But these genes account for only about 1.2 percent of the total genome. The other 98.8% is known as non-coding, or junk DNA so according to the world's leading scientists 98.8 percent of our DNA is quote junk I call all kinds of bullshit on that guys all kinds all kinds of bullshit (laughs) oh let me count the ways and I'm pretty sure this is a global effort to make sure we are completely cut off from our history We're lied to about history. We have no fucking clue uh, the things that have happened on this planet because we're cut off from our memory. Okay? Left to believe that we have no access to this 98.8% of who we are. That's fucking ridiculous. They are ancestral memories stored over countless generations of existence. And somewhere in there is the God gene. Simply waiting to be discovered by you. And uh, I know I talked before about this. uh, The DNA. I did a whole episode on the DNA in the last season. So so try to consider this. And remember uh, that when we have these high spiritual experiences... um, We gain access, you know, everybody's talking about downloads, they're getting downloads of information and understanding and all this other stuff. We gain access through these high spiritual experiences to all of those memories, all of the information that is, is collected and stored in our DNA progressively over time, okay, through the generations of, of, being on this planet and that is hundreds of thousands of years of information stored in your DNA you know so keep that in mind uh, as as we are to be convinced that 98.8% of who we are is unimportant it's junk okay so I think I might be out of time soon. Uh, But next week I'm going to do that episode I said I was going to do. About the double-edged blade of occultism. And I want that to take us deep into uh, some concepts of underworld initiation. And understanding uh, those pieces of the self. I know this is not something I'm supposed to be talking about openly. And there's a chance that I could be. Attacked because of it. But don't worry. I fear not. Because they ain't nothing but paper in my shoe. (laughs) So. I want you guys to. Know and understand. That. Too many people will make money off of you. Saying and acting like they can give you something. That you can't get on your own. Oh. I'm a high priestess from whatever. Impressive lineage. Blah blah. And I can initiate you. Just pay me $500. And you'll know all the secrets of magic. Yada, yada. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Okay? Fuck it. These people can teach you their apotheosis. Okay? They can't teach you yours. It's up to you to discover your own. And, uh, and it's fucking free. Okay? And I mean, even though I'm sitting here telling you what happened to me. The initiations that I've gone through and what I've discovered through them I can't treat you like you'll experience the same thing Okay, like one size fits all Me saying to you, okay, now feel this and see what I have seen That's bullshit What I'm telling you is to look into yourself Into your own history, make your own connections and save some fucking money I can say for a fact that the initiations you're going to pay for are one size fits all, you know, and you're not going to go through an individual initiation because that's not going to happen over a fucking weekend, you know, hey, come to my uh, spiritual retreat this weekend and have an initiation for a thousand fucking dollars. It's not gonna happen in a weekend. You're not gonna walk out of there knowing every fucking thing that you need to know about yourself, okay? These people are just leeching off of you and you will always be beneath them. This is why the most high and mighty out there will never groom you to surpass them. They will always be above you. Not even the gods would wish that upon their students. So, go to the Source, which is your higher self, and fucking soar like a cosmic crow. (laughs) Alright? So, I'm giving you guys some homework. Try to spend your spare time reminiscing this week. Alright? That's all you gotta do. It's not hard. (laughs) How long ago did you decide you had an affinity for a specific deity. Think about it for a while. You know, really, really think about it. Uh, Go through as many memories as you can remember, you know, about when you first decided to follow a specific deity, if you did. Uh, Think about it. Write it down, even. Uh, Put down what that deity stands for to you Uh, what that deity is known to teach, and also what experiences in their stories stand out the most for you. Uh, Ponder on that for a couple of days, and then I want you to ponder on the self for the next few days after that. What are the things you have a strong affinity for in your life, past and present? Uh, What are the most difficult and most joyful experiences that you've had, that you've been through, you know? Uh, What are your goals in a spiritual and mundane sense? And do some research into your ancestry. See what kind of connections you can make with your own life and your own path, your practices, your cycles, all of that. I want to thank every single person who is listening right now thanks so much to all the supporters of the show and uh, if you want to support the show check out the website uh, and and check out the support tab or go to Amazon uh, Amazon. (laughs) I'm thinking about shopping because I need to shop (laughs) Uh, go to uh, (laughs) anchor.com and uh, you know you can sign up for 99 cents a month to to show support for the show if you want to and I really look forward to hearing from you guys about what you found out Uh, I usually always add contact links and all of that in the description But I guess Facebook is really the easiest way to immediately contact me because it's on my phone and it makes noise (laughs) So find me on there at Kelly LaCroix. That's L A C R (laughs) e-a-u-x and um, send me a request a message, whatever and tag me in the shit that you find uh, so we can talk about it and I'll bring that shit up on the show too because I guarantee you're not the only one with the same questions, okay Um, I love you guys and I hope you have a fantastic week Uh, spread those wings Soar. And as always, stay blessed and empowered. And I will catch you next week on the Cosmic Girl Podcast.